everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello everyone, welcome into The Gathering Radio Show. This is Stephanie. And my name is Heidi, and we're here for a Tarot Tuesday tonight. Tarot Tuesday. Yeah, it's been a while. So we had one in August, didn't we, at some point? And it was very well received. People really yeah. liked it. Mm-hmm. People wanted to have their, you know, little tarot, you know, card pulled and see what it was all about. And so that was super fun. So we thought we'd do it again. Yes. Yep. So we're back. And anyone in the chat room, if you want a little reading or... Whatever, just let me know and we'll do it here later in the show. But um, yeah, so it should be fun. Yeah, we had some good feedback from that. So we thought, and we'll make this somewhat regular. We'll fit yeah. it in here or there. One of our regular features. Yeah. So yeah. last week we had Wendy Webb on and that was that was quite a wild show, I thought. It was fun. She's fun. It was fun. Yep. Yeah. She's a good guest. She's fun because she, well, obviously she's a great storyteller, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. for all the reasons. She's a, right. an author. So, um, and she's just a nice human too. Yes. So she is. is. So I'm hoping she comes to our Halloween show too. You know, we have Mm -hmm. to, I will send her a note later this week and ask her to come and tell her when it is and all that good stuff. So, yeah. I can't promise I'll have everything set up, but I will have everything there. Yeah. Everything will be there. I just have to have, uh, well, I just have to have some of the stuff out Mm-hmm. But just exactly. having everything there, the energy will still be bonkers. Oh, absolutely. All my paranormal. Absolutely. I'll try talk- and get some of the dolls out. Yeah. And did we talk about doing like maybe a little mini seance before the show too to see what happened? Like we did that one time. Was that yeah, possible. a few months back? I don't know. It might be kind of fun, you know? Yeah. See she what happens with that. all that stuff in the room. Yeah. You know? She can come for that if she wanted. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I will... Um, I will text her either tomorrow or the next day or, you know, maybe not until next week. Um, but you know I what I for sure text her the day. So I just had this vision of setting up a table for the seance, just a little table for us, and then having some of the dolls sitting around the table with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get the little chairs out with the little dolls in them and sitting around the seance table with us. That sounds creepy for sure, not I not, think the, not the evil twins though, or those two that run around all the time, right? Well, we'll see. Oh my! Depends on how it depends on how interesting you want it to be. I mean, yeah, it is true. It yeah, is those true. two are they're trouble. They are. <laughs> I have to put them back in the in the um, container when I'm not there at night. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That one, the one got away. They get out of hand. Yeah, they do. And yeah, I keep them in, for those that don't know, I keep them in a container. Well, during the Halloween open house, they're under uh, like these cloches, right? Mm -hmm. Separate Mm -hmm. and under each under their own cloche because A, they get away. Mm -hmm. One of them got away a few years ago and I came in one morning and one of them was gone. And I went, okay. <laughs> couldn't find her anywhere. Like nowhere. For two days, I couldn't find her. And so I went to the one that's there. I said, you better get her back. Otherwise, you're going to be here with me. And 
you never know what could happen just being here alone with me. And I'm going to tell you right now, I found her that afternoon in my back seat. There's mm-hmm. nothing in my back seat. And there she was looking at you. Her. Yep, sitting there in the back seat. And I went, okay, good to know. And I brought her back in. And since then, they stay under under these cloches when they're on display. They're in a bin, a tote bin, right, when they're being stored. But they're under uh, these cloches because also, here's the second thing, that um, they don't like men. Mm-hmm. And if men hold, well, a guy holds one, it's not terrible, but he holds them both at the same, so if you hold them both at the same time, it's not good. And the only reason I know this is because when I got them at the antique store that I found them at, I found one, I think I told the story, I found one, and I knew there was another one somewhere. And I found her all the way on the other side of the store. And this is not a big, it's not a small store, it's a big store. And I found it in someone else's, um, you know, they have the the little vendor yeah. areas, dealers. right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 dealer space. Mm-hmm. So it was in a totally different dealer space way across the, the store. And so I brought them up to the counter because I knew, I'm like, I got to get these two. There's something about them. And they felt weird and they were feisty and they're just little things. And I'm like, God, I'm, I'm going to take them. So I went up to the counter and Tim was with me and I said, here, can you hold them? I got to get my wallet out and my little, because I bring my own shopping bags, right? I use recyclable shopping bags. So mm-hmm. I got this stuff out of my purse and Tim's like, you need to take these back. And I looked at him and he's about turning green. <laughs> Looks like he got punched in the stomach. And I'm like, what's going on? Are you all right? And he said, I don't feel good. These dolls do not like men. And I feel like I just got kicked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need to put them down. So I took them and I tested it with a couple other, <laughs> a couple yeah. other unsuspecting souls. I'm like, hey, can you hold these? You know, guys and gals. I just said, hey, can you hold these two at the same time and just tell me what you get? And every guy that has held them has said, nope, this is not okay. This is ishy. I don't know why. This I'm guessing it has, yeah, <laughs> it's like something to do with the people that owned or the person that owned them mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe definitely. I think that, you know, if Wendy's up for that, maybe that's what we need to do. Yeah. Maybe I'll call and talk to her actually on the phone. <laughs> it might be a better idea. Might be easier to explain. Yeah, Exactly. But yeah, know, so I'm excited. So yeah, I'm I might put them around the, at the table with us and see. Yeah, or you know, it'd be deal. cool too is have them uh, have them out with some equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a, a doll here and there with a piece of equipment next to it just to see if they're creating any energy. Were you you didn't go to my séance last year, right? No. Um, oh no, it was the April one. I think it was April one where I brought my black crystal ball. Oh, you said and, you talked about that. Yep. Yeah, I had the yeah. piece of. equipment equipment by it and oh my gosh that thing was lighting it up well you know those balls are crazy those crystal balls are crazy full of energy you know so they can do amazing things just on themselves yep yeah yeah it was it was pretty uh it was pretty wild so i yeah i'm excited for this year so yeah if she wants to come and we'll do a a seance before the show because it'll Mm -hmm. be dark by then too yeah yeah when yeah, do so I so. will ask her what she thinks, and then we can firm it all up maybe ne- by next week so that everybody has it on the calendar, what time they're supposed to be there, and you know all that good stuff. Yeah, because then we can talk about it on the show, too, for our mm-hmm. Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Yeah, fun. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. Okay. It's a deal. <laughs> okay. It is. So you were out of town this weekend. I was. I was in the island celebrating Toki, and it was amazing and phenomenal, and um, we said goodbye, you know, and, yeah. and we did this before, but this time it was more, her ashes have been returned to the Salish Sea, so she's at home where she belongs, um, and it's just not the way we want it, but she's there, no. so, you know... And, you know, everybody said the same thing. We put our hands on the water. Uh, The Lummi people brought her out. Raynell was one of them. And she, they did sacred, they did the work, right? They talked to the ancestors. They talked to, you know, it's secret, right? We don't Mm -hmm. know exactly what was done or, you know, she did a pretty good job describing a lot of it on Toki TV on Sunday. But there were some parts that she couldn't really talk about. And, you know, they did the work. Toki is free and she's home. So that's yep. good. And now, 
you know, it's closure. Now we can move on and get to work for her family. So, yep. That's the next steps. So, yep. It was good. The, and it the was journey good. doesn't it end good. here. Right? Yeah. And it was good for all of us to be together. I mean, there's so many of us together the whole weekend. And, you know, we had, you know, a good time together. We were out in the sea together. Howard Garrett, who's been on our show before, almost was taken away by the waves. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was just, um, it was good. It was good for all of us. It was good for Toki. It was just a good, a good experience. So how about good. you? Now you were up north or you were at the, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we were at the, yeah. the Christie the house in Long Prairie, which we had uh, some of the board members on our show a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. so we were at the, the Christie house museum on Saturday night, and we were doing an investigation. Actually, they had so everybody that took the that signed up was given the tour of the home and history of the home and the people that live there. And then we did the paranormal tour. So there was a little break, and then we did the paranormal tour. So the tour, the history tour, started at six thirty, and then that went about an hour and a half. And then they had a half-hour break, and then the paranormal part was supposed to start at 8.30. And everybody was in there ready to go by 8.15. <laughs> they were so excited. Mm-hmm. And so we had I think we had 15 people, which is a, a decent-sized group, but we split into three groups, right? So, right. I mean, it made it uh, manageable when it comes to investigating. And it's also, it was a fundraiser, too. So, I mean, you don't want, you can't have a fundraiser with four people, Right. So you wanted we wanted to have a lot of people, so that was good that that many people showed up and were supporting the Christie House and wanting to do some fun stuff. So here's the deal. We were supposed to go until like 8.30. We were thinking we'd be done by 10.30, you know, maybe 11 mm-hmm. with uh, the investigation. We look at the clock and it's 12.30. And we're like, okay. I th- and it was getting everybody, a few people had to leave because they're like, this is going way later than I thought. And it's like, well, stuff's happening. We're not going to stop. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to be just, oh, sorry, all this activity is happening, but we're going to stop. You know, you don't do that when you're investigating. We told them at the beginning, we said, hey, we're going to go till either, you know, 10, 30, 11 or when it stops. So just be ready and everybody knew it. So, um, so yeah, we investigated until about 1230. So they had about six hours of wow, nonstop go, go, go. Right. And so, um, and then we had to drive home after Mm -hmm. that. So we pack up all our gear. So we got home around two 30 or so quarter to three, which was fine. It was, it was, it was a tough drive home though, because it was dark and raining. Yeah. Yeah. And construction. So that was, yeah. I mean, for a challenging drive home. But the event itself was so cool. Everybody had such a good time. There were so many cool things that were happening in the different groups. It was, it was awesome. And even the, there were two board members that were there that were participating, one in each group. And they were just in hysterics by the end of this whole uh, investigation. They were just, like they couldn't even understand how much stuff was happening and they're used to, they know stuff happens there, Mm -hmm. but they were just like, I can't even understand how much stuff is happening here. This is wild. It all up. Yeah. It was really cool. And at one point, so get this. So we had three groups, right? And it was the last rotation. My group was up in the attic. Tim's group was down in the first floor because there's, three floors, there's a basement, and then there's a carriage house, and then that has a basement. And so I was on the third floor with my group, Tim was on the first floor with his group, and Amy was in the in the carriage house with her group. And we were, by then, by this point, it we kind of felt like it was fading. You know, it was kind of winding down. I'm like, okay, well, this is the last rotation. We're gonna be we're gonna be done after this. But if there's anybody that wants, you know, to chat with us here this last bit, let us know. And we weren't getting any answers to things that we were asking. I did the Estes method with the SB7. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting anything. But the K2 meter, the REM pod actually, the REM pod would light up and make all this racket 
just out of nowhere. It wasn't, you could tell it wasn't in reference to anything we were doing. And I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes into this last rotation, the downstairs group, you could hear them clearly. Hooting and hollering. They're just having a good old time. And I'm like, what in the heck? You guys clearly are being too, you can't be this. So I went to the the bottom of the attic stairs and I shut the door and you could still hear them hooting and hollering and our REM pods going and we have no idea why our REM pods going. I'm like, okay, what's going on here that they're hooting and hollering down there. Clearly there's stuff going on. We've got nothing going on up here, but then this REM pod is going off out of nowhere. I'm like, I don't get understand. So finally our rotation was over. We went back downstairs and we told them, they're like, you will never, they said, how is, how is your REM pod? And I said, I don't know, it was doing all sorts of crazy stuff, but we couldn't figure out what was going on. And they said that they had been asking questions and they could hear the REM pod making noise. And they asked, are you answering through, through their REM pod? And it said, yes. So they were using our equipment on the third floor to answer questions that they were asking oh. in that first floor group. Oh, and they were just in hysterics. They thought it was they thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then, you know, of course, some of the questions that they were asking, you know, it, it dives into some of the little, uh, you know, some of the not. Uh, there's some pieces of history that aren't as talked about, right? And so they were kind of trying to dive into that, and um, and so they were getting not, you know, just getting some interesting information, and they were just rolling, yeah. and but they were using. So that's why we were just. Like, what is going on here? Why is this REM pod going off random? We're asking questions. Nothing's happening. And then when we're not asking anything, REM pod's going off. So anyway, that was that was cool, you know, that there is that kind of ability and intelligence mm-hmm. happening in a location mm-hmm. like that, that they can do that yeah. with intention, you know? So that was cool. And um, so, yeah, they were just... They were rolling. They were having such a good time. So we're excited. We're going to go back in uh, next month. We're going to be there for Halloween because we're doing mm-hmm. a seance there. And um, that's going to be fun. And this is a dress-up event. Yeah, so we're going to be that. dressing up. Yeah, and period dress. You know, anything from the early 1900s. And then um, they have a, a orig- the original Victrola from the location. So... Have you ever seen those old movies or the movies where they have the old time? And it, those record players, I mean, they're kind of creepy, really. They are. They are. I mean, they just sound, anyway. So they were playing it that night and we were like, wow, this really is. And so they're going to play it again when we're there for the seance. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have the big table set out and we're going to sit around the table and it's going to be a heck of a night. Yeah. I, so, like yeah, I'm excited. Excited to go back. Um, Excited to help awesome. them do some fundraising and awesome. close it down for the winter after that. That'll be it mm-hmm. for the season. So, well, yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Lots going on. Lots going on. Lots going on. So, yeah. And, you know, now I'm crazy busy for the next few days getting ready for the pair connection on Saturday. And I have so much to do. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I was gone. <laughs> All the stuff that should have been done last weekend didn't get done. So, um. Yeah, I'm gonna be really relieved after it's all over. Can I just say I'm tired? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it's been wild, and oh. we yeah we have a. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could go up to that because I am uh, yeah. working this weekend. But um, yeah, it's busy. So many paranormal classes. I mean, I've yeah. got paranormal classes coming out of my ears. I've already been doing quite a few classes um, mm-hmm. this month. So, but people are just eating it up yeah Yeah. so so it's fun though because it's i like working with new people Mm -hmm. you know to introduce them to the paranormal and um, watch people who have not really had experiences watch them have maybe their first experience or their first verifiable you know experience and it's loads of fun so lose their paranormal virginity sometimes it's fun to watch that happen (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. You know, I mean, but some of them they've had experiences that just you they kind of doubt, right? Yeah, they don't know if it's legit or did I make that up or am I imagining things or mm-hmm. am I losing it? Totally. And you know, so totally. to have witnesses and go, "Yep, that happened," is cool. Yeah. Well, 
And, you know, on island at our condo, I know was last year or the year before, I walked out the door and looked to the left and there was this spirit hanging out. You know, I'm like, oh. And then I haven't seen him since. And then one day this weekend, I think it was Saturday, I walked out the door and there he was again. And just instant, right? Instant. They're mm-hmm. gone. They're gone. So now that the veil's getting so thin, we'll be back there in a week and a half. So I'm just going to have to do a little investigating and see who's out there. <laughs> see what's yeah. going on. You know what do I you mean? have equipment out there or do you have to bring it? No, but I will bring I will bring a couple of things. So yeah. and see what we can find out because I think that would be um, awesome. See what we can yeah. find. Maybe we we'll even get a- up to, maybe we'll even get up to... Um, the mausoleum because it's oh, the creepy yeah. time of I'm year, I'm not going right? to hold my breath on that. Uh, well, we were there earlier this year. We did go up there. And, you know, they have, they actually have tours now in October that you can go there on a paranormal kind of thing. Oh, really? But okay. it's not when we're there. I think it starts oh. the weekend after. So, okay. but yeah, if it's, you know, if the weather's okay, I think at night we might just stay awake a little bit longer than normal and just kind of slip up there. And I'm not going to say where it is or when or what time because we're not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. But um, we'll figure it out or we'll go there at sun sunset, you know, and just stay for like an hour and then come out because yeah. it's, you're only supposed to be there from sunrise, sunrise to sunset. Those are the yeah, hours. you don't need to go there at night. You can go there mm-hmm. in- no, Dust. no, it's it's no. going to be active at any time, right? But it's just funner right. when it's a little bit more dark. Maybe even in the morning, you know, get there at sunrise. That might be kind of fun, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure yeah. it out. But, yeah, there's lots going on out there, too, I think, you know. Well, bring so, a voice recorder. Absolutely. Maybe just, you can catch something It'd be fun to bring one and just kind of hide it somewhere and just leave it there overnight. See if anything happens, you know. Oh, good luck, though, listening to that the next day. I know. Right? Lot of... I, know I know. It is true. It is oh, true. Yeah, that we'll sounds have... exhausting <laughs> listening well, to that. Um, yeah, I can definitely bring a voice recorder because they're so small. And maybe we'll just kind of walk around in the woods and stuff and just kind of leave it up in the um, in the mausoleum and just walk around and ask some mm-hmm. questions and see what happens, you know. Yep. It'd be fun if we got some stuff. Yeah, for sure. But anyway... Well, on to tarot cards. So what should we talk about? Are we going to pull some cards right away? Or do you want to tell us more, educate us a little bit more about tarot cards or um, Oracle decks? or? Yeah, well, we can do just a little bit of education here before we get started. And uh, because I always think it's fun to talk about, you know, what is, you know, like, how does this work? What does this do? So, you know... Um, I know some people, especially, you know, as we get to this time of year and people get kind of, you know, they're spooked out, you know, and they don't like creepy things or whatever. And tarot sometimes gets lumped in with, you know, this isn't good. It's bad, you know. And um, and when people ask, like, well, how can you, you know, you do tarot? Is it is it bad? And it's like, well, no, it's not what it what you can look at it. If you want to take out the. divination part of it in a way of actually communicating using it to get information from another source a divine source if you want to take that out of the equation and just look at it as um informational Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you can do that with the tarot cards just using the tarot cards for face value and seeing like giving i guess helpful insight into your own life, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to look at it as getting information from an outside source, divine source, because if that makes you uncomfortable or you don't believe in it or you feel like you shouldn't be doing that, you don't have to when mm-hmm. it comes to tarot. And you can use it just as is. You know, the cards can be just an information source to help give you um, insights or help you reflect on your own life. And just like where things are at in your life, maybe Mm -hmm. get you thinking about things and how something could be different or how you could look at making changes, you know, Mm -hmm. if something comes up. So it can be a a reflection tool of just Mm -hmm. helping you, you know, think about your own life and say, you flip a card and you go, oh, that means this. Well, how does that fit into my life? Hmm. Let me think about it and just do some reflection with the cards, you can do that. And it could, you know, like, oh, I didn't think about, I don't know, you know, some people, especially when I've done reading for people, they go, that doesn't make any sense. And sometimes it makes perfect sense. They just don't want it to make sense or they don't want to hear about it. So they just say, oh, it doesn't make sense. And it's, 
so if you're doing it for yourself and you you look at these cards and you flip one over and you think, well, that doesn't make any sense, it it really does challenge you to be like step out of yourself for a minute and look at the situation from a different viewpoint and say, mm-hmm. if if I really had to be honest with myself and say this is part of my life, where would I find that? You know, mm-hmm. is where is this in my life? And you can probably find it, you know. And so I think that the the cards challenge us to maybe get honest with ourselves, honest with where we're at. And um, anyway, so I think they're, they're helpful that way. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a, they're a helpful tool if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to use it as a divination tool. Right. 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 And right. Uh, so anyway, I think um, another thing too, with the tarot cards, I don't know if we talked about the, the basic um, sections of the deck last time. Mm, I, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I think we so mentioned the that deck, there were sections, but I don't think we talked about Yeah, that. I don't think we talked about the actual sections. And so the tarot deck is, now you can, it's what the tarot deck has been, what it's the major arcana has been around since I believe the 1400s. And so it's been around for a while. It was more of a game and not divination in the beginning. It was a more of a card game and divination was added later to the original 22 major arcana and then the minor arcana was added now what's interesting about the minor arcana and major arcana is uh, major mysteries uh, major movement right major it's the it's the bigger life movements and then the minor arcana is the small mysteries or the minor mysteries and the more of the day-to-day and what's cool about the Minor Arcana is it's very similar to a deck of playing cards. Mm-hmm. So you could actually use playing cards in a pinch to mm-hmm. do divination work if you want. Now, it's not exactly the same because in the playing card deck, you have 52 cards. And each there are four suits, each running from ace to king. So they're gonna be, uh, there's going to be... Ten cards and then four cards, or excuse me, ten cards and three cards, and that's where it's different with tarot. So with a playing card deck, you have the one through the ten, the ace through the ten, and then you have the jack, queen, and king. Mm-hmm. And with a tarot card deck, you have 56 cards because they add a page in with the court cards. So you have okay. ace through ten, and then you have page and the knight and the queen and the king. Okay. So instead of 52 cards, you have 56. And so... Um, so that's the only real difference in the decks. And um, so you can use playing cards too, if you want. And mm-hmm. it's real. It's actually interesting. I had a reading done by a woman who used playing cards. Uh, she did readings with playing cards and it was wild because they were just, the cards were flying everywhere and she was giving me this reading and um, actually it was fun, but it, she wasn't very, it wasn't very accurate, but it was fun to watch, you know, and yeah. see, um, but she, yeah, anyway, um, I think she might have just been really tired. She had been mm-hmm. doing it all day. It was at a festival or something, but anyway, um, it was cool to see all these cards just flying all over the place. And she, so anyway, um, but yeah, you can do tarot with playing cards, but anyway, yeah. so there's this major arcana and the minor arcana, the major arcana has 22 cards the minor has 56 like i said and then of course the minor is split into four suits just like playing cards you have the wands the cups the swords and the pentacles and those are the different suits which represent different energies different uh, pieces of your life Um, they can represent different situations and some of them are internal some of them are external uh, some of them are tangible, some are not. So anyway, there's the different sections of the cards. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it makes it very, uh, very thorough, you know, mm-hmm. too, because we're reaching into all the different areas. Again, if you're not using them for divination, like you're re- getting resources, you know, external resources, mm-hmm. and you're just using them for self-reflection, it covers everything, you know, mm-hmm. in your life in some way, shape or form every aspect of your life could be touched in these 78 cards. And uh, so it's, I think they're a very helpful tool and they're also really beautiful. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many, I mean, 
hundreds of thousands of decks, yeah. I would imagine, right? Yeah. I mean, I know there's thousands and thousands yeah. of decks. I don't know how many decks there are out there, but there's so many people that keep creating new decks and coming up with new ideas of how to interpret the tarot cards that I think um, there's something for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I mean, if you have any like, if there's anything in your world that you're like, oh, I like cars, I like paintings, I like, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, you're probably going to find a tarot deck for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or something that vibes with your with your energy. And so the art alone, I think, is cool to, yes. you know, to Beautiful have a tarot card just for that. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I think they're fun. I love them. Yeah. And oh. um, yeah. yeah. So for that's sure. a little bit about the breakdown into the, the segments of a tarot deck. Yeah. That's very cool. So, yeah. And yeah, a lot of people use just, like you said, regular playing cards for this kind of thing, which is interesting. But... And that was the first thing, right? Before tarot cards came out, it was cards. But, oh, we're 31 minutes past the hour, so we need to go to commercial break. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky and join ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show Friday nights at 9 p.m. on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What are you afraid of on Para-X? Our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Para-X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more, hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than the calling 2.0, powered by the Sim Crew, hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in... Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about tarot tonight because it's Tarot Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we uh, had a member of the chat room say something about Hello Kitty tarot cards. And I went, what? Stephanie, we're we're looking them up on the break. (laughs) We had to Google it. And yes, there are Hello Kitty tarot cards. They're out of print. But Yeah. um, yeah, so you can probably find just about anything in tarot which yeah. I think is why I love them because mm-hmm. there's something for everybody. Yep. Absolutely. So that's amazing. That Hello cool. Kitty tarot deck. <laughs> yep. Out of print they are, but they existed yeah. and yeah. I think that's cool. So I don't know. I was trying to think of uh, how many decks I have and I probably have, I don't know. I probably have 30 or 35 decks of tarot and then I have more, Oracle cards. Mm-hmm. I have more decks than Oracle cards. And I just, I don't know. I love them. I don't use them all. Right. Well, I, was, I should say I don't use all of them all the time. I eventually will use all of my decks, but mm-hmm. I don't use them all the time. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So right now I actually, well, today for today, the show. So if anybody out there, if anybody in the chat room wants to do a little, wants me to do a little tarot on them, let me know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm using the Lightseer's Tarot tonight. Mm -hmm. And I love this deck because it is inclusive and the artwork's beautiful. It's kind of modern looking, you know, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have maybe the vintage vibe to it, but I'm cool with that. I think it's, it's a nice deck. The nice, the colors are really vibrant. Um, As we pull cards, I'll show you, I'll show you cards uh, as I get them stuff and then you can, so you can see them, but the colors and the images are, it's more of a modern vibe to it, but they're really cool. And um, so that's the one I'm using tonight. Actually, for my monthly mystic tarot readings that I do, I'm going to be using the Little Sister Tarot, which is a deck that I just got not that long ago, a couple months ago. And um, also very cool. Uh, almost looks like uh, paintings. Um, this artist that made the deck made these paintings for each mm-hmm. card, and it's very cool. I like it. So I'm using a couple of decks right now. Um, but that's typically how it goes. I like to rotate, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because there's so many cool decks. It's, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, well, I can't, can't just use I, one deck. Well, I, I was just going to say, and I think once you get into it, you just, you have to have, you know, like I said, Josie has a actual treasure test full of different decks, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you do too. Maybe yours aren't in a treasure chest, but. They're not in a treasure um, chest. I've got them at uh, work. They're on a bookcase yeah. so I can see them all. They're all yep. on this bookcase. And then at home, I've got a whole row of drawers that I can see them and dig through them and keep mm-hmm. them separated depending on what I'm using them for. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and I think, there, but I think there's two camps, right? There's people that love tarot. If you love tarot cards, you love tarot cards and you want more of them and then there's people who who love tarot but they are exclusive to one deck and they will use it until it falls falls apart or that's Mm -hmm. the only deck they'll use right Mm -hmm. and so um i don't know i mean it seems like you know that if you're gonna there's people that will buy one and then they'll buy a lot more and then there's people that will only have one and that's it no more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's rare when you find people that are you know i'll have two or three and I just kind of use them all. Um, usually though, the people that get more than one deck, they'll keep getting decks over, mm-hmm. over time, not mm-hmm. necessarily right away, but yeah, it is true. Yeah. All right. So tarot readings. All right. Well, I have uh, Cindy in the chat room. Mm-hmm. So she's up for it. Yeah. So since we don't have anybody else volunteering, I will, I'm going to wait. So, Cindy, get ready and do it, Joe says. (laughs) Cindy's getting egged on in the chat room, too. So, Cindy, I'm shuffling the cards. And when Mm -hmm. I see you type in stop, then I will stop shuffling. So let me know when you're ready. We've got to keep talking, though, because silence on the radio. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Here I am. (laughs) I know. We're waiting and waiting. It's like, okay. (laughs) So Heidi's shuffling, though, Cindy, when you're ready to have her stop and do the reading. Type in stop. Type in or even just an S so we know. I'm I'm shuffling for you. She is shuffling. Apparently, she thinks she needs to really shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I know. I'm not seeing anything from Cindy. No. Okay. There we go. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Got Ooh, it. I was like, my cards are going to fall apart. I know. Here. They're going to fall apart. They're going to lose all their spots. It's all good. Okay. So I'm just going to take the top two cards. Stephanie, you can see that I'm doing this. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I can't see the cards. I'm not pulling anything out of the middle of the deck. I'm just taking the top. I'm going to do two since right. we have a little bit of time here. So okay. I have the top two cards. Okay. This is super cool. So I just pulled the top two cards, right? Mm-hmm. I have two ace cards. Which I'll tell you. So aces, I have the ace of wands and the ace of cups. And I love the the balance of these two cards, first of all. And we're not going to stretch far out. This is a this is a reading that's not going to go very far out. Right. So um and so we're gonna we're gonna um maybe say over the next few weeks, right, that this could extend because we're not gonna go too far. But aces are new beginnings right Mm -hmm. and so you have the ace of fire the ace of wands right and this is a a card of creativity it's passions of you know like action right and doing and being inspired you know Mm -hmm. and then you have the ace of cups which is emotions it's feelings it's intuition 
it's relationships. And so there's this new energy of, um, you know, new, so some kind of new beginning over the next couple of weeks that is feeling creative, passionate, um, emotional, um, it feels good, right? So Mm -hmm. even if there's, um, if you're like, well, there's nothing new going on in my life, okay, that's fine. This could be an elevation of something mm-hmm. that's already existing. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just saying like, hey, new is happening. Embrace it. Go with it. Don't question it. Don't try and stop it. Um, these are both really good cards. And I love that you have two aces. First of all, it's really hitting home this new beginning uh, or this new um, new start, right? But also you have the balance of fire and water. And mm-hmm. so they're they're helping each other out too much water is not a good thing too much fire not a good thing so these will balance each other out um to help bring just enough of both you know so i think it's a really cool combo and um yeah this is so that's what you're looking at over the next couple weeks i'd look at some kind of shift that feels passionate creative intuitive uh, lots of um, just inspiration. It feels, it's like the feel goods, right? And so something is shifting or new coming in. That's a, be, that's a feel good, um, new, uh, something wants to start. And so right. don't, don't stop it and don't question it. Just do it. Yep. Ushering into your life. Yes. That's awesome. That yeah. is totally cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love right. it. Okay. Stuff these somewhere in the middle so I can keep them All right, separated. So no one else is saying anything. So let's do me. Let's let's okay. pull a couple cards so for me. You're up. Okay, so, so you can see me shuffling. So you, you just tell me when to stop. So I will just tell you when to stop. I'm thinking about it. Hmm. All right. Well. Okay, I think right now. Okay. All right. Top two cards. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, so we have two cards. We have the Four of Pentacles and the Nine of Wands. And so the the Four of Pentacles is it's a good it's a good card of balance, right? Any kind of four usually indicates some kind of balance, right? Mm-hmm. Think of you know, four corners on a square, four ta- mm-hmm. legs on a table or a chair. It's it's stability. It's balance. Yeah. Uh, the the Four of Pentacles though, um, we have the stability, but also there's this um, this caution or like fear of what if, what mm-hmm. if things change? What if I lose, you know, this stability or this balance? And so there's the the energy and now the way I read it and the way other people read it or that you look it up on the internet, whatever, may not mm-hmm. be exactly the same. But when I see this card, it's usually a cautionary um, when it comes to spending money. Mm. It's just saying, hang back, no big expenses, don't start anything new if you can help it. At -hmm. least now we're looking at the next couple of weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. Anything already in the works, that's not, that we're not. Doesn't count. So let's say you're all of a sudden wanting to, you know, set up another, you know, vacation that was not already planned. No, I wouldn't do it. Or you decide, oh, we're going to, we're going to go and buy another car. Like I wouldn't do it, you know? And so it, it's almost, for me anyway, it almost has the same kind of vibe as like a Mercury retrograde where you just don't want to do any like big, big money mm-hmm. moves during. Mm-hmm. Wait till you get through it. So even yeah. just for the next couple of weeks, yep. um, just hang tight when it comes to money. And uh, so I would, I would say that. And then the, with the Nine of Wands, there's this energy of uh, like protecting yourself and standing up for yourself and so if you find that you're, you know, being challenged or um, you find, um, you know, that it's usually with something that, you know, might be someone, you know, challenging you or you need to defend yourself. So again, so these could be, I would say, probably two separate situations, but um, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to want to stick up for yourself. Uh, stick up for maybe someone who can't stick up for themselves. It's more of like a defending card. And um, so you might find yourself in that situation in the next couple of weeks. So make sure that um, it's not something where you want to back down or Mm -hmm. go and hide or 
turn the other way. This is something where you're going to want to stand up and Mm -hmm. uh, make your presence known and say, hey, this isn't okay, or I'm not okay with this, or this is what needs to happen. Uh, So you're going to want to be vocal and be seen in that Mm -hmm. situation. Okay. Okay. Well, that's kind of my nature anyway, but okay. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Good. Good. Well, then it won't be uncomfortable for you, but you're going to probably end up having to do it in the next couple of weeks. So just get ready for that. So for sure. Um, So Sherry's saying in Chinese, four sounds like the word of death, so it's not considered lucky. Does that factor into tarot readings where cultural differences may change the meaning? Well, so when you're doing a reading for someone, it's the interpretation of the reader. Mm -hmm. So if I was reading for someone that had that belief, I, I won't, so I won't change my interpretation because I know that that's what they think because I, the way I have learned it and studied it, that's not my interpretation. So I wouldn't see four as being a bad thing. And again, like you got the four of pentacles, mm-hmm. that is not a bad card. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good card because it gives caution uh, where maybe caution is needed and saying, Hey, things are okay. And they'll continue to be okay as long as you don't make any big money moves. And not that things are going to go south if you do. It just might be not quite the right time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to make a big money move. So, um, but if I was reading for someone that has that belief, I'm not going to change my four to be, oh, this is really bad omen because yeah. that's not how I would read it. Right. And so you really have to, if you're going to do something like this, you have to trust the reader to give their interpretation. And that's why, like, when I go get a tarot reading, because I will, if I see someone doing tarot readings, um, you know, if I go on vacation and, you know, you go mm-hmm. to these piers and stuff and every once in a while there's someone sitting out on a pier and doing tarot readings. I'm like, sign yep. me up. I'm going to support the cause. Give me a reading. Let's do it. And even though I read tarot cards, I have to mm-hmm. be very mindful that the way they read the cards and what I would do if I saw those exact same cards might be totally different. Even though you could Google the message and whatever mm-hmm. Google says, you know, whoever's website you pull up, their interpretation and my interpretation would be different than whoever's website we pulled up again. So mm-hmm. everybody is going to have their own interpretation of whatever kind of divination tool they're using. And so as a recipient, you want to make sure that you're being mindful of, you know, this is, they're doing this reading. They are going to give me what they are getting. Mm-hmm. And I have to take that as mm-hmm. kind of face value, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm sitting there looking at the cards and going, oh yeah, but I see this and they're not saying that. Well, because maybe that's not what they're getting. And sometimes my, when I look at the cards, I get a totally different intuitive message. When I look at the card, I go, wait a minute, this is what's coming through on that. So the message is going to change a little bit than what I would traditionally read it as. So mm-hmm. anyway, hopefully that makes sense um, to the question in the chat room. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and so. even so, if the number four sounds like the word of death doesn't mean anything, that doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. No, and in tarot, too, even if you get the death card, there is a death card, right? Even if you get the death card, it doesn't mean death either. No. No, it just could mean something is ending, Mm -hmm. but that happens all the time, Mm -hmm. and then something new starts, you know? Someone, you know, they lose a job, but then they get another job, you know? Or, you know, they... um, I don't know. You, I don't know what else you would, but you know, something ends, something begins. Yeah. So one door death closes, does not mean, the other opens, you know, yeah, it doesn't yep. mean an actual physical death of someone. Okay. So, I mean, rarely, rarely yeah. does it. So anyway, yeah. 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 All right. So Sherry's saying she can take a reading. Um, okay. So she had to clarify with that, with that in mind. She said business stuff questions. So Sherry, do you have a question or do you just want Heidi just to pull a couple of cards and read like she did for um, Cindy and I? Yeah. I mean, you can ask a specific question too, and mm-hmm. I can have the cards answer mm-hmm. and that's fine. Uh, we can do it that way. I do that all the time. So that's no yeah. problem. So yeah. if you have a, t- a question, go ahead and type it in and I'm shuffling the cards anyway. So mm-hmm. go ahead and type in your question. Yeah, I do that all the time. I did a couple of readings today and people came in with questions because they're like, I need these specific questions answered. And it was mm-hmm. funny because I had it already written down on a card anyway. 
Because yeah. when I do a reading, I give, I write stuff down ahead of time and then I give it to them when we get there. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the time, the stuff that they're asking about is already written down on the card that I have for them. So, so you pull the cool. card first. No, I do. I write um, a note card out for them. Okay. I just, I write out some intuitive information and I give it to them before we do, before we meet. I just Mm -hmm. tune in and give them the information. And then um, when we get to the beginning of the session, I'm like, well, here, I've got some information. I'm going to read this. And most of the time they go, oh, yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to know. That hits the nail on the head. It's like, okay, good. So, and then we can do cards or we can just do intuitive work. It's like, whatever, whatever you want. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. So, here's... Sherry's question I, is, should, yeah, go I ahead do, and oh, should I do the expand adventure or the shortened aim venture? Okay. Well, let me see here. All right. So I'm going to just shuffle a couple more since we have a direct question. I'm just going to do a couple shuffles here. Okay. Shuffle, shuffle. All right. I'm going to take the top two cards, Steph. Okay. You can see me, yep. right? Top two at, cards. Yep. There she goes. Top two. All right. I'm going to flip them. Okay, so should you expand or shorten, what is that word? Expanded or shorten aim venture? So I think what she's saying is she has a new venture. Should she do a bigger one or a smaller one? That's how I would, tell me if I'm wrong, Sherry, but that's what I'm getting out of your question. Yep. So instantly, without even having clarification, I think the shorter one is going to be best for now. I don't know if that means you can expand later, but what I'm seeing is hang tight for now. What The two cards that I got, I got the Ace of Cups and the Nine of Swords. Now, I see that this is something that you're you're um, very connected to. I mean, this Ace of Cups, this is this is the second time the Ace of Cups has come up tonight, mm-hmm. right? And you've mm-hmm. seen me shuffle the heck out right. of these cards, Absolutely. right? And yep. I stuff them into the middle. Anytime I give a card back to the deck, I always stuff it somewhere in, inside of it. I never put mm-hmm. it on top or bottom. And so I know it's so this is coming up for you. The Ace of Cups, it's a new venture. It's personal to you. It's uh, probably poured some of your heart and soul into this. And um, and it's it's a new, it's kicking off. And But the, the Nine of Swords is like, man, you need to be careful. I wouldn't extend this right now because there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, some of this is on your, you can handle this. You know, you can mm-hmm. manage this. But there's if there's cautions already, then to extend it is not recommended. So just seeing this is like, hey, new adventure, good thing, but extending smaller. will bring a lot of extra stress. So just keep it keep it small first, mm-hmm. and it could be that maybe you extend it later. You know, expand it mm-hmm. later. Um, mm-hmm. But for now, they would say do the the shortened or however you worded it that that smaller venture first. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Sherry, right. does that make sense? I hope so. Hopefully. If not, it will someday. <laughs> Some Someday, somehow. And, someday, you know, someday. here's the deal, too, with with tarot is, or any kind of reading, any kind of divination work, you can do whatever you want. You can take my reading and stuff it. <laughs> you can go, nope, I have no interest in taking your advice. <laughs> right. And that's fine, you know, but you're going to ask, you're going to get an answer. Um, but yeah. That's also part of the free will thing. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So you can get the answer and go, hmm, yep, I'm still going to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely fine. So mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But thanks for letting me read for you guys. And uh, if we, if there's any others, I can do a quick one. Um, I know we've got to get going, though. We're getting low on time here. We are. It's gone by so fast. Yeah. Maybe you should pull a couple for you, Heidi, just for grins and giggles. Okay, let's see. I can do a quick one for myself. All right, so I am shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. You can see me shuffling. Mm-hmm. She's shuffling. All right, I'm going to do, and I'm just going to ask, um, I'm going to ask myself, so this is my question, is just over the next, uh, let's say, Halloween season, what what do I have to look for or watch out for over the Halloween season? Okay, so here we go. Top two cards. <laughs> okay. Spirit is awesome. So the two cards I got, I can't even... I got the Devil card and the Tower card. Ooh. Right. Two very, very tough cards. So the Devil card is all about temptations and things that you 
conv- try and convince yourself that, oh yeah, that's good for me. And really it isn't. And then the mm-hmm. tower card is also just a hot mess. It's a, mm-hmm. a it's just stuff is going sideways. Yeah. And it's interesting because I've already seen the tower card manifesting and mm-hmm. uh, classes getting canceled. There, one of my ca- classes, uh, there was uh, a security scare and they had to close down all the schools. Mm-hmm. And so my classes got canceled and it's like, yeah, so I can see where stuff is going to fall yeah. apart. And again, yeah. I'm, I'm asking over the next month, you know, just how are things going to happen, you know, whatever. And stuff is falling apart. And also, you know, you've got this devil card, which is saying, hey, you know, temptations, doing things that may not be for your highest good, but you maybe try and talk yourself into thinking it is good for you. And so just to be for me to watch out myself and I I appreciate when I get the devil card because it really kind of holds me accountable like you know is that really what I should be doing with my time Mm -hmm. is that really what I should be doing Mm -hmm. with my resources or is there something better so I think these two cards are really interesting I'm cool with it um I've I've already seen some of it so yeah it makes sense good good and Sherry is saying her reading makes sense uh she was thinking the same the door for the full adventure full venture is closed for now I was curious if it would open oh So it was already closed anyway. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's possible that it could down the road, but for now they're saying short, which makes sense because that's the only door open. So, good. Awesome. All right. So, to put in a plug for our sibling show, The Colony 2.0, which is happening tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, Jerry and and, and V are interviewing Squatch and Country, which is one of our vendors at the Para Expo on Saturday. And... They're also going to talk about all of these adventures up there in the state of Maine. And you know, Maine is kind of a crazy place. So that'll be a good show. Again, that's right here on Para-X at 9 p.m. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. Wow, wow. This hour really went by fast. What is going on? (laughs) Well, if we have more people that are up for readings the next time we do one, we'll start earlier. Um, for sure. But yeah, because it's sure. fun to do it. We are going to do another one coming up in a couple months, I think. We'll have mm-hmm. a, this on a regular basis. But next week, we have Paranormal Par- Smorgasbord. Paranormal Smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's always good. So everybody think about what you would like to talk about perhaps on the show because anything goes and everything does. <laughs> everything does. Absolutely. We always get off on tangents and, you know, all that good stuff. But that's what that's what the Paranormal Smorgasbord is all about. Um, and then later this month, of course, we have the big Halloween uh deal going on. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. That's the word I was looking for. Extravaganza. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that'll oh, be in, is that, that's in two, no, it'll be two weeks no. this week, right? Yeah. yeah, it'll be the third week of October because of um, yep. Halloween, we're not going to be, we're going to be MIA on Halloween night for our show. Yep. Yeah, we're going to be out doing things, so. Absolutely, absolutely. We're having our Halloween so. show a week early. And that's just fine, you know, and so we'll probably play our last year's show on Halloween because that one was a wild and woolly. I mean, you know, we we had the spoon because our sound system wouldn't work. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And we know it stuff. works because we it worked perfectly last week. So yes, it did. And it worked perfectly in June. So I it was all those various things over there that was making yep. them crazy. So yep. it was all the paranormal and artifacts that were messing up the energy of the electronics. (laughs) So it'll be fun for y'all to listen to that again. Um, But our live one will be the week before the week prior. So that's like the 20, I don't have a calendar in front of me. I think it's the 24th. 24th. Let me just double check. Yeah, it's the 24th. So October 24th is going to be our Halloween show this year. Mm -hmm. And I think Sarge said we have our, our spooky intro. Yes. Again this year. Yes. And it Halloween is so show. awesome. It, it is, so- is awesome. He made I I love it. the best intro for Halloween for us, and we love it. So we're excited to hear it again because that's like yeah. a treat for Halloween. We don't get to hear it otherwise. I know. I know for sure. Well, I it's 8.59, so it's time for us to go. But hey, everyone, thank you so much for listening tonight and make it a great week. And if there are troops listening, which there always are, please be safe and thank you so much for your service. Yes, thank you. And everybody in the chat room and those who participated in our uh, our tarot venture tonight, 
Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for participating. We love having you with us. Everybody out there, wherever you're listening, we enjoy having you on board with us around the metaphysical table. Para-X, thank you so much for hosting us. We love being here. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you so much for pulling this all together. And we'll see you all next week. Good night, everyone. <laughs>